Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. First, let me introduce myself. I'm Kobaha. I'm an intuitive spiritual facilitator and crystal therapist. I live in Northern Arizona. You can find information about my sacred work on my Facebook page and YouTube channel at Mystic Dragonfly Whispers. On today's episode, I have a specific message for Empath. For the past few months, we, as the collective consciousness of humanity, have been experiencing energies of fear, anger, chaos, frustration, confusion and uncertainty. And for empath and highly sensitive people, it can be so overwhelming. Today, I'm going to share with you my journey as an empath from a young age into adulthood. People who are empathic are very sensitive to everything and everyone around them and have often been told that they are too sensitive, particularly throughout their childhood. It took me many years way into adulthood to recognize that from a very young age I was like a sponge, picking up and absorbing energy everywhere I went. I remember feeling many confusing feelings. What struck me the most was that I often felt sad when I thought I should be happy and vice versa. My feelings made little sense to me. I thought I was weird and just wanted to be like everyone else. Because of family circumstances, I used my empathic abilities from a very young age. I was a good listener, but it was at a cost. I felt stressed, emotional, and suffered from being overwhelmed. It was a huge responsibility for such a young human being. I was very sensitive, both physically and emotionally. I had my feelings hurt easily, but I had also unusually mature insights for my age about the world. Another sign was I needed a lot of alone time and I was very shy. When I tried to be myself, people told me I was too sensitive or I wouldn't understand. But I understood. Adult problems were very real to me. Sometimes they consumed me, especially when I was a teenager. It was only in my early 20s that I felt I could not cope anymore being an empath. It was too much for me. It felt like a curse. I had to move away from my family environment and spent a few months by myself in a foreign country. During that time, I learned so much about myself. Being an empath is a fantastic gift, but if you don't know what you're dealing with, it can feel like a curse. It's hard to know what you feel because you are feeling things other people are feeling too, not just your own emotions. 
which feelings belong to you and which belong to someone else. Before I started exploring my passions and what I wanted in life, I felt like I was living someone else's life. What I didn't realize was that I was living someone else's life. Because I couldn't sort out my own feelings, I started living the life I thought was expected of me. I was living my life based on earning approval from others, my family and my friends. I desperately wanted to fit in and so I started acting how I saw other people acting. In 2000, after coming back to the UK from a two-year stay in France, I realized this was not working for me. I had a great job working for a multinational company, but I had to come back to the UK as my then-husband at the time accepted a new job offer. I felt lost, but I could feel my soul was craving for something else. So I asked myself, what made me happy? I love connecting, communicating with others and helping others. One of my then neighbors approached me to find out if I would be interested to give French lessons to her son. I accepted the offer and I loved it so much that French tutoring became a big part of my life for nearly 16 years. So how do you go from being this person who feels what everyone else feels to decode your own feelings and learning what it is that you want? Start by learning about yourself so you can recognize when you are taking on other people's emotions and when they are your own. When people ask me what I did for fun in my teenage years, I often responded with hang out with friends. But when I thought about it, that was not always fun. I had a lot of fun hanging out with myself. But who wants to hear that? When you are an empath, you need to spend time alone and that's okay. It's one of the best ways to recharge your batteries and it's an opportunity to reflect on your feelings without other energies interfering. Be honest with yourself. If you don't enjoy something, that's fine. Stop doing it. The times when you feel truly happy, remember them. Record what you are doing. This will help you figure out what you go to happy activities are. When someone asks you what you enjoy, you'll have no problem answering. It's difficult for some people to understand the quirkiness of an empath. It's okay, we're all different. If you understand yourself, then it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. When you know yourself, you gain a special confidence that's freeing. It may take some time to get there, and that's okay. Be gentle with yourself. 
Some things come to us little by little. If you have spent your whole life living by what's expected of you, it will take time to get to know yourself. The important thing is that you explore that. Being an empath doesn't have to be a curse. The more you learn about it, the more you can embrace its gift. My spiritual awakening allowed me to learn how to control my empathic abilities. It was not easy. It took me years. I feel it's very important for empaths to have strong boundaries of protection in order not to eat up the negative energy from the people and the world around them. Empaths often find it challenging until they learn to control their empathic abilities. I believe that recognizing that we are empaths is the first step in taking charge of our emotions instead of constantly drowning in them. Empaths can have incredible compassion for people, but they often get exhausted from feeling too much unless they develop strategies to safeguard their sensitivities and develop healthy boundaries. Compassionate people often have positive traits like generosity, kindness, and understanding. People who are compassionate feel the need to impact the world around them in positive ways. I have been reminded on a few occasions that we have chosen an extraordinary time to be here on Earth to assist in the healing and expansion of human consciousness. Yet, in such turbulent times, it's important that we practice compassion with detachment more than ever. For many of us, it's not easy being so open and sensitive to the needs and energies of the world. Like sponges, our energy fields are porous and prone to soak up the energies of others. And because we take in the build-up of negative energies from others, we often feel compassion, fatigue, or empathy overload. Practicing compassion with detachment shows us a broader, more spiritual perspective on life. It opens up the intimate space of relationship so we can connect with the expanded dimension of our being and the being of another. The practice of compassion involves empathy, which leads to a relationship between equals, rather than sympathy, which leads to a relationship in which one person feels sorry for the other. To hold compassion for others is a wonderful and beautiful thing. It is a virtue we must possess if we want to do our part in the ascension of the collective consciousness of humanity. In order to be in a space of compassion with detachment, we first need to control our emotions. If we can't control our emotions, we simply can't do positive and effective energy work. Empathic abilities and energy work are going hand in hand. 
being compassionate toward others does not require us to engage in any unhealthy physical or emotional experiences they may be having. In fact, compassion requires that we remove ourselves from their physical process, instead support from a place where we feel stable and empowered. We can communicate that we love a person while still refusing to play a part in their drama. The important thing here is to stay detached so that you don't step in and attempt to resolve their problem, their pain or their issue for them. This doesn't mean, however, that you care any less for them, nor does it mean that they and the outcome are not important to you. By being in that place of compassion with detachment, we truly begin to be more of assistance in the healing of others and ourselves. To navigate these challenges, it can help to have some tools and techniques to help protect your energy levels. Here are some tips to help you do just that. Number one, set boundaries. Having healthy boundaries is important for all of us, but if you're an empath, it can be particularly useful. Empaths often feel so full of other people's emotions that they lose track of their own needs. Learning to say no more, knowing when to step away from situations and prioritizing self-care is key. Number two. Give journaling a go. If you're feeling overwhelmed with emotion, it can help to get it out in some way. There are lots of different options, but one enjoyable way is journaling. To get into the habit, perhaps start by writing a few lines every evening to process the day and any lingering emotions. Number three, start a mindfulness practice. Getting to know what you need and recognizing your own feelings is important and mindfulness can help with this. Whether you do this through meditation or an activity like mindful coloring, knitting or walking, it's helpful to set aside to be quiet and present. Number four, get back to nature regularly. Nature has a wonderfully grounding effect, helping you to clear your mind and feel closer to the earth. If you can, aim to get outside often, taking time to notice the leaves on the tree or clouds in the sky can help you anchor yourself in the moment and feel more connected to yourself and your emotions. And finally, plan for emotion overload. Being prepared can help to avoid unexpected emotion overload. The trick is to note down what triggers your empathic tendencies and having a plan for each. Some of these will involve the boundary work, others will need a recovery plan, 
such as keeping the day after an event free for rest and self-care. Having these plans can save a lot of time and energy when a situation presents itself. The more prepared you are, the more you can embrace your empathic side and see the many positives that come alongside the challenges. You have a gift and now is the time to master it. Enjoying life to us in a way that feels trusting and calm, the world around us reflects that same energy most of the time and we begin to feel more empowered and less at the mercy of the world around us. It took me many years to finally understand how to use my sensitivity to help others change their lives without depleting my own energy. In order to serve as beacons of change, we must take care of ourselves first. Emotional intelligence always requires being empathetic with ourselves and that as a paradox, allows you to be even more present for people who need help. The ancients knew that empathy, compassion and loving kindness need special protections. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, take care. Bye for now.